0: Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode 52 of the Champ We Are United podcast. Is it really episode 52, Matt? Yes, it is, go. It's 52. Blimey. Wow. Feels like about 60 billion years ago we started this podcast. Anyway, let's go through the running order, shall we? Uh, I will introduce everybody shortly, but... uh, during the show we will have a special guest today. I know (laughs) I can't wait and uh, Matt tell us quickly about who our special guest is and why.
1: Yes okay so we are here we're joined by our special guest Paul Richardson and um, hi Paul how are you doing?
2: Hi not too bad thank you.
1: Good good yeah so Paul um we kind of connected as as a lot of us have kind of connected on the avoid the rovers comic 40 years on facebook page um paul's got a really big comic collection and big football fan so he's here to kind of talk about his comic story so we're going to be get, getting into
0: that soon that's the kind of meat of the um tonight's episode on the zoom screen he's got so many comics that <laughs> we can't even see his face it's amazing <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, welcome, Paul. Um, I'll I'll have to introduce you both now properly, officially. Uh, so good evening, Matt. Good evening, Gull. Good evening, Paul.
2: Good evening, Gull.
0: And good evening, Gull. Good evening, Gull. <laughs> so yeah, back to the running order. So just before we go to Paul, we'll have a little section from Matt about listener analysis. Wow. No. Yes. And it's going to sound good, believe me. And also some social media feedback, of course. Yep. Then it'll be a good long um, section with Paul. Really looking forward to that. And uh, later on in the podcast, it's on this day. We will have one of the normal sections. And what's that one about, Matt?
1: It's about Roy the Rovers, And it's 40 years ago, 28th of May, 1983. And it's, it's got a fantastic sign, please, picture of Roy. On the cover in the controversial Wolford Rovers kit. Come on, you Wolf- over to <laughs> Rovers! Yeah, no Queen Vic in sight, but um,
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's there. resplendent splendid in blue. Of course, it did predate at Eastenders, didn't it? Well, I first, know, absolutely.
1: By, uh, two years. Yeah.
0: I know. How dare they? Uh, so <laughs> dof, 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 dof. sorry. Uh, and then, of course, we'll have a. a a brief look at some future shows, if we have time, and who's coming on. Yeah, I know, we've got more special guests. And then the usual site address and Twitter address. Um, But to this one is going to be more uh, Matt Tevey. Uh That sounded weird. Yeah, it does, yeah. <laughs> uh, I normally going. host the whole thing, but uh, it'll be more about Matt and Paul, and I shall be the voice of reason tonight in place of Simo, who's a bit poorly. And uh, Ridders, I think, has had about 17 points already watching the Everton game.
1: He'll be poorly tomorrow.
0: Yeah. How dare he? Prioritise. Well, we'll have a word next time. We will. So, I think that's about it on the running order and the intros. So, let's start off with a brief look at some absolutely wonderful listener analysis. We'll get to you soon, Paul. Yeah, so this this is
1: on the because obviously we're on Spotify, um, so there's various pieces of analysis we can we can show or we can find out. Um, I think I've mentioned some of this before about how many um, when we did the end of end of year wrap um, of how many followers we got, but I thought it was quite interesting the spread of where we actually have listeners, so we can do some shout outs to different countries. It was almost like going back to Eurovision goal last episode. Um, calm oh, wow. down, don't get don't get too excited. Um, so, out of all of our listeners, 78%, non-surprisingly, non are from the UK, 8% have been in the US, um, and then you've got 2% from the likes of Australia, Germany, Lux, Luxembourg, and Ireland. Wow. So, that's so 2%. Two, two um, and then, less than 1%, so this is getting even more kind of esoteric, you've got the likes of people listening in from India, France, Brazil, Argentina, United Arab Emirates, Israel,
0: Singapore, Romania and Gibraltar. So wow. And now to and now to draw the balls for Group
2: D. It's Paul. <laughs> so, I was waiting for you go actually to pipe in with uh Norway nil point. Nil <laughs> uh, nil. <laughs> I wouldn't be that
0: predictable. He's just
2: he's just warming up, Paul, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> there
0: won't be an impression of Ronnie Corbett tonight, I promise. Well luck, lucky enough, um,
1: there's only do you remember like last time you were kind of casting aspersions on the fact of Sweden winning the Eurovision, weren't you? I think, if I remember rightly, yeah, saying, that, "Oh, what a coincidence that suddenly they've won it." And it's fifty years next year since Abba won. Less than one percent of listeners yeah. are from Sweden, so <laughs> you could, you probably got away with that. You can probably go to Stockholm. It's probably one. Point,
0: <laughs> no point now. no no percent. no oh, no, you know no, no percent. no percent. And then, no and, uh, <laughs> and there's a, couple, a joke of, in there, Paul. Yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Keep keep trying, and
1: um. And then just a the last couple of pieces, 86.8% of listeners are male, which is probably not surprising, but that does mean the remainder are female. So, you know, so there's some women listening in, so welcome, welcome ladies. Um, 97% are between the ages of 45 to 59. And Makes 3, sense. 3%, 3% 35 to 44, none below 35. So interesting. We're yeah, because go... no
0: one under 35 has read a bloody comic. <laughs> Nobody knows when Ronnie Corbett is below 35. That's a face here. Don't try and force me to do a Ronnie Corbett impression. <laughs> Come on, you need yes. to do one for Paul.
1: <laughs> yeah. Go on. I, I should
0: have reduced it. I don't know why I do it. It's not funny. <laughs> but I, we need it's to get made me TikTok. laugh, goal.
2: so uh, I, can't, yeah. I can't speak for the rest of the listeners. <laughs> I think, I, yeah. Well,
1: you probably, yeah, it's, it's pretty, to leave it there. But yeah, maybe we need to get your TikTok goal. And then then maybe we can get some uh, under 35s in or something like that. But
0: yes, yeah, so that's it. So That's the listening stats. Quite interesting. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's amazing. You know, it's great that we've got female listeners too. Wonderful. Um, And uh, it just blows my mind. In all seriousness, we've said this so many times. But we started during the pandemic just as, just as like three or four mates uh keeping in touch and making sure our mental health was okay, and you know by episode five we'd had Pete Nash on uh, episode seven uh, um Barry Tomlinson, it's just astonishing and of course friend of the show David Skew's been on three times already we can't bloody get rid of him he's still talking from his first episode true story
1: <laughs> true story true <laughs> story
0: brilliant <laughs> top stuff uh, yeah. okay yeah so that's a brilliant will, will we we revisit that at the end of uh, end of the year It'd be interesting to look at that again mm-hmm. so matt do we have any feedback from the social well, medias not tiktok yeah. not tiktok not yet
1: tiktok will be coming soon no doubt um yeah we yeah we've got some feedback on the facebook 40 years on site after we um posted the, the last episode so Adrian Lord said it was his favorite episode. I think
0: the Eurovision went down
1: well. So well done. Well done, goal! And, and he particularly liked Ridder's Retro Review. Don't get it
0: right. Ridder's Retro, Ronnie. Yeah, we move on.
1: Right. Um And there's some, yeah, I think. And Tim Tim Baker said that he, he really enjoyed Football Picture Story Monthly. And I know, Paul, we'll get, we'll get onto that. And I know you're a huge fan of those as well. Yeah. Um, Richard Wood said, "There's only one Gary Sluman, because there's mention of Gary Sluman, wasn't there? And um, and I don't know. This some idiot called Brett Mayer said something about Bang Boomerang. Anyway, but anyway, you know, you, you're always going to you're always going to get people making yeah. comments that just aren't not aren't required really. So it's just." We we'll gloss over that.
2: Just wasn't um, relevant, was it, Matt? <laughs>
1: wasn't It
0: wasn't needed, really, Paul. Was it? No, it wasn't. No, but anyway. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> ten <laughs> oh, wow. Well, anyway, so uh, good night, everybody, and uh, we'll see you in episode fifty-three. that's, that's all you Goodbye. <laughs> so,
1: so that was yeah. So that's that's the that's the feedback from the bag. This I'm still here. still here. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs>
0: Oh, excellent! Oh, sorry, you'd finished, did you? Sorry, I was still laughing at my previous joke. Yeah, um, somebody was. <laughs> no, that's that's fantastic, and uh, yeah, it's good to get the feedback. Keep it coming in. We'll give the addresses as always later yeah. On. I, yeah. Good yeah, job I, on. Yeah, because they won't remember
1: it. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do. I mean, just to say, on Adrian, Adrian gave some ideas of what you'd like to see as well, and I know has said that we'll take that on board. So, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. If anybody's got anything they'd like us to cover in future episodes and just let us know
0: excellent okay comedy aside now seriously it's time for our special guest and he's very welcome uh it's paul uh richardson and uh over to matt uh i'm looking forward to this it's always great to have a new guest on so matt over to you yeah thanks
1: goal,
2: and um welcome paul Thanks, thanks very much. Thanks for the invitation. I'm quite surprised, to be quite honest. Certainly not the calibre of your other guests that you've had on that Gold's already mentioned, but uh, hopefully I can uh, keep the interest up for everybody. No, no,
0: That's I'm right. going gonna, gonna to intersect there, seriously. Every guest is different in their own right, and um, I know that uh, Matt will talk about, you know, your history, um, but you're just as important as any other guest we've had on, so, yeah. Apart from the important ones. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> but no, absolutely. Right. I mean, so, oh, yeah, so say welcome. And yeah said, so we, I contacted you and said, would you like to come on and, you know, we'll, we'll just kind of find out a bit more about you, really. Um, so let's just kick off, really. Do you, do you want to kind of, and it's just is going to be like a chat, it's not like a throw loads of questions at you or anything like that, but you've obviously this big comic collection and your football you so do you want to tell us how you first kind of got started
2: yeah so as you say i mean i kind of i'm not going to go into the too, too many details on it but as a, a young a young um child a bit affected by a. Uh, unfortunately a bit of a sort of tragedy in the family um lost uh, my mum at a, a young age oh. and um really 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 found football i was always a football fan but it became even more a bigger a bigger part of my life and then i remember it was really really weird my dad um was just out one saturday i think he was going to the barbers and i think to kind of you know like parents do keep their children quiet <laughs> in the barber shop while he's getting his hair cut he bought me uh, and a copy of roy the rovers and I, I was trying to think before this was when it was, but it would have been around about 1980. But what I do remember, and I'm not sure what match, but it, the one that really captured me was Kings Bay um, in their UEFA cup run. And they were playing racing blue or Sparta them, And that was it. I was just hooked then. And I was just hooked right. on football, football comics. And I'm, I'm not sure that from that moment, my dad bought them every week, but shortly after that, I think he could see that I was was taken in by them. And I've mentioned this on the site. I, as a young lad, I wasn't really interested in school when I was struggling to read. And you know, this they've all Royal Rovers in particular has always held a special thing for me because it really is the main thing that encouraged me to read. You know, if you'd have put a book in front of me. I just wouldn't, wouldn't, you know, do it. I couldn't understand um, why people would read books, but the, you know, having the drawings with the text there, and of course it being football themed. Yeah, I was, I was addicted, (laughs) and and I'm still addicted. Uh, Unfortunately, Matt, as you've already reminded us, forty plus years later, you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's 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 fascinating. um, How you kind of got it, and yeah, there's there's certain. I think there are certain storylines that kind of just hook you in, aren't they? And certain stories just kind of hook you in, don't they?
2: Completely. And as I say, I mean, that one I I do remember. I think my dad started um getting them for me and it was although obviously Roy the Rovers at that point it was the Marx Brothers story that completely captivated wow. me and Such it was a uh, as I say the the run to the UEFA Cup uh, final and they won and I was just yeah I was blown away by it <laughs> it was really it was really weird I just immersed myself into this uh, ficti- fictitious world and loved every, every minute of it
0: that really is a wonderful story really is Paul cool.
1: Yeah, it, it is. And I think we can all have echoes of that ourselves, you know, for, for different circumstances. of That word you used, immerse, it really yeah, was a world a world away. And that's... Escapism. That's,
0: it was escapism. escapism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. At a young age, you know, you still have hmm. things that, like, are overwhelming and daunting, you know. Everyone does. And to have that escapism, I loved it too. I was lucky enough to have mine delivered from a newsagent coming through the front door. Oh, and I just loved that on a Saturday morning, but yeah.
2: Yeah, I so, think as well, yeah. like you mentioned, I don't know about you guys, but my dad's not interested in football at all, <laughs> right? So, again, you, you know, he obviously realised that I was. I um, mean, he arranged. Um, I'm not sure I should. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I alienate all the youth, the <laughs> listeners. Um, I'm an Arsenal fan. He arranged for people that he he knew to take me to games. But at that point, I was reading my first edition of *Roy the Rovers*. I'd only ever been to one football match in in my life. Right. Um, so I can I think you know football was. Of course, again, well, as <laughs> you've already mentioned Matt, we don't have many young listeners. But for those of us who remember, you know, in those days, there was only really one one match on a year, one live match and, you know, the big match and match of the day. So the comics, although it wasn't real football, it was, as you say, it was a way for me to escape into this football world that had captured okay. me. And as I say, the, these stories then just gripped me completely.
0: If I may just interject, you were talking about football on television, is it? It's interesting to note, I'm really looking forward to this, I have to set the tally to record, that from next Saturday on ITV4, they're weekly showing um, the best of St. Greavesy. Really oh, right, wow. Cool. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's funny, that whole game. I was just, <laughs> just waiting <laughs> for that. I knew it was going to... Oh, God.
2: I might be new at this, but I knew there was a time to pull you you It knew was Paul. coming. You can right? tell.
1: You can tell
2: right? Come on, guys. Uh, do you know... In all fairness, goal—it was as good as your Ronnie Corbett. Let me just say that. <laughs> well,
0: wait for the instant John. Shall I do it again?
2: Yeah. Well, it's a fast girl.
0: No, you it is. said it. Too right, crazy. that was Alan Hansen, wasn't
2: it? Oh, <laughs> so I okay. do so, go off on a quick tangent there actually it's quite funny I, I'm not sure I should admit that I do listen to other podcasts and I listen to one <laughs> called World <laughs> Phoning but you mentioned in Ian St John um, I don't know if you've heard of a journalist called Tim Vickery he's a Brazilian correspondent yeah. he's yeah, on yeah. a lot of things and he was mentioning about um, in Catholic schools uh, boys of a certain age and they used to in their school desks you know chisel in names of footballers and on their desks and they'd get the cane, obviously. I said, but the players that Ian St John was their favorite player, when they put that in the desk, the, the, the teachers would think that that was some deity because it was oh, St John welcome, and they Saint wouldn't Saint get John. punished, which I thought oh, okay. that was quite funny. <laughs> so brilliant. if uh, Ian St John was your favorite uh, player and you uh, carved that into your desk, you didn't get punished because they actually thought you were a good boy. The patron <laughs> St John. Yeah. they came cane for that. I believe the well, not for Ian St John, but but for the other names, or they were certainly disciplined anyway. I mean, we are obviously going back quite a, to a different time, shall we say? Yeah,
0: well, I, I tell you what, you know, nowadays they carve cane into the table and they end up getting waddled.
2: <laughs>
0: <sighs>
2: yeah. Well, you did but, warn me,
1: Matt. <laughs> yeah, I, well. I, if you if you need to go, it's fine, Paul. Honestly, we, <laughs> no, we can we can do other stuff. It's fine. It's fine. You can <laughs> leave me
0: with him. <laughs> I said this to you before that. You know that I play a character on here. I'm not really funny at all. No, I know that because I have spoken to you. Yeah, I can vouch for that as well. Right. So so anyway, we'll
1: cu- question number one out of twenty. So <laughs> we've only been going for half an hour. No. Um. So you talk about so Royal Rover's is what your dad bought, say, in 1980. <laughs> Yeah. what uh, around that sort of time did you did you get into other sort of comics around that sort
2: of time because so, kind of fobbing you off of other stuff. I'll be honest with you I mean not comics as such used to get me shoot and match which were obviously big at the time and I will mention because I'm not sure if you guys have mentioned it before but in if you remember in match magazine there was a story called canon and I'm always struggling to get those and it was about a manager called canon and that was very similar to um Pete Nash's striker and the the fictitious team whose name I can't remember at the moment they played real real teams and I didn't enjoy that that story had a, a little run, um, Tiger uh, a little bit, I would see. And then kind of as as the years passed, um, I thank my, my grandparents actually. So as you can see sort of comics for, for me as well, it's, it is it is a look into the past and it actually means a lot about my family and brings back, you know, great memories. that unfortunately people that are, are no longer with yeah. us. Um, and as I say, so my grandparents and like Gold, say, um, my uncle used to take me to visit my grandparents every Sunday with my cousin. And my cousin used to get, get Tiger and I used to get Royal Rovers. So obviously I'd take my Royal Rovers home, but I would read his Tiger when uh, I was at my, at my grandparents. And then um, years, years later, I can't think of exactly the timing, but um, my dad, I can't even remember why we were out. And he saw me looking at Champ and I didn't even know about it and he he bought me that and i have to admit again that was yet again another amazing experience because champ had everything in it that royal rovers didn't have you know the background of the stories and the teams and the characters and league tables and and that was the thing that whilst i loved royal rovers that was the thing for me. I mean, this is how sad. I used to have my own book and I used to write the results down because it was like, "Roy, well, the Rovers never shows the league table. So I used to make my own league tables. Um, Brilliant. In, in a book, you know. Um, I, in fact, I still have it uh, somewhere. And obviously, of course, it didn't always work out because the, 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 the results I would collate, say, would have Danefield top of the league that year, but another team would obviously uh. win the league. But that's what Champ, as I say, that, again... As we mentioned, I just found it so amazing. It really did blow blow my mind. Um, and I think the main reason that Champ was different with Royal Rovers is because obviously it was just the one football story, but it was over so many pages, so it could be much more in-depth. And then, of course, from that, Champ ended and it moved into Victor. And by sort of then, I kind of became more of an adult and uh, I found out that I was a collector. And, you know, I just started looking and then finding other um, comics and looking on eBay and other places. I'm not sure if you guys would ever remember, before eBay, there was a, a, a newspaper called Loot, which was like, what was it for the, the car? Like it, the exchange yeah, and yeah, art it, type yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: it was. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it I managed to pick up... Stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And I managed to find some comics in there that i purchased off of um people but a lot of my collection you know scorchers score and raw has been since the advent of the internet and really searching the internet and seeing things on there and then you know looking on on ebay and and buying these comics and sort of before we started um i was talking to matt i was saying actually my collection obsession became something although I'm a few years off of it, um, not as many as I'd like to be, retirement, and I was like, wouldn't it be great if I had all of these these comics and I could start um, reading them, you know, when I retired. Fantastic. So, yeah. It's, uh, but, yeah, just complete, completely addicted to them all, to be quite honest. I'm a bit of a fanboy, actually, <laughs> on, on all of them. I just uh, really enjoy it. I don't think I've ever uh, – it's really bad. Bad. I'm not sure I've ever felt that I've ever read a bad a football comic <laughs> <laughs> no it, uh,
0: it, that's such a fantastic idea I mean I'm working towards the same I guess really um with my collections it'll be great to just you know when, when you retire just start right okay uh, issue one of champ and or, or even working backwards you know uh, into from spike or buddy you know the charlie bar and uh, limp along leslie stories oh yeah Fantastic idea.
2: Yeah, I and mean, like the modern day parlance as well, they call it the multiverse, don't they? And I've heard you guys refer to it. And that's the thing that I, intrigues me as well. Like you said there, go, I've I've managed to get all the all the spikes. I didn't know yeah. about Limp along Leslie, but I think Limp along Leslie also appeared in Victor possibly even before that yeah. or a different edition so I find it sort of really interesting to see to see the lines and it is one of the things that as well in my retirement it's not just about reading I want to scan actually just the covers but also document all the stories and all the teams and and all the results because I think that's one thing in my character as well I'm a bit of a nerd I think
0: (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hi. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah, Welcome. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> just before um, Matt continues, um, I will, we've mentioned this before on our forum. We we as you've just sort of touched upon, we call it the United Verse, and yeah. we've done our very best to trace backwards and limping along. Leslie, uh, uh, it goes back to the sixties and fifties, and then crosses over with. Um, uh, the Blitz Boy and people like that, and I won't bore listeners with the information that we've said many, many a time, but we've managed to trace the what we call the Unitedverse, okay, multiverse maybe, uh, all the way back to 1946, yeah. which pre- yeah. re- predates Rovers, which is, mm. okay, it's a tenuous link, but it still lived along Leslie back in the 50s and whatever.
2: Mm. Yeah, it's no, I, I, I must admit, you know, that all, all fascinates me. To, to see that and I've managed to get some old victors as well which I haven't managed to trawl through but I mean there's one story which I'm quite interested to to read which is football based which I believe is called Gorgeous Gus and oh, I'm yeah, not I'm sure where him. where he's yeah. from it's not it's like you know like in Roy the Rovers they always refer to Bazran, you know this fictitious yeah. um, country yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think Gorgeous Gus um, is from a fictitious country, a small island. But as I say, I don't know, and maybe there's someone out there that can correct me on this, but I believe in 1966 Gorgeous Gus gets his island to the World Cup uh, final against uh, England. But I haven't, I haven't, as I say, read those myself. But as you said, goal, you kind of delve into one story and it's amazing how it, it leads you on, on to another. And yeah. like I said, when I first got into it with the Marx Brothers, to then see Score and Rora and Sculture, I mean, I did have a an album i think it was from 1978 and to see the chesley brothers at Castleburn united and Castleburn city and again you know yeah. there i was falling in love with yet another another football story
0: it really is fascinating you know the the the, the, the world of comics and how in-depth it can go and cross over and things like that yeah
2: definitely i think it what's also interesting like you say that about the multiverse and i think even as youngsters and uh, i've seen it on the, on the forum and from your from your podcasts. the one thing that we all wanted to see we all wanted to see um johnny dexter the hard man's danefield united play Royal races melchester rovers and it and it never happened and going back to champ you know in um roy the rovers like signing andy mclaren or matt croker years later these these players were never in the magazine until that that season and then Roy you know Melchester would play uh say Carford City or somebody in fact yeah Carford City after they won the the cup final against Walford um Carl oh, yeah. Hunt in a five-a-side tournament and that's, Carl right. Hunt, that's right yeah. suddenly this this He's massive so he start right yeah, yeah, and we've yeah. never heard of him before never heard and of, of course him. No, no, no. you know people like me that have been reading it for far too long I'm like who's this guy but that was the thing with Champ that I noticed and I remember you know when uh, Joe Pearson took charge of United and they placed, you know, Southpool were the big team. They were the team, obviously, probably based on Liverpool because back in the in the 70s and 80s, you know, they were the dominant force in English football. And there was this player up front for Southpool called Kevin Nicklish. And he always scored against United. And he was just this fantastic player. And then to pick up that edition of Champ and see Kevin Nicklish on the front page signing for United, it actually felt like your football club signing this amazing star that you would never with a buy and and that was because it was done over over years rather than just in the one season and as I say, that's I think that's the one thing that Champ always did that I don't think Roy the Rovers ever quite um, captured It just you know, that, still amazes me
0: obviously the, the usage of the word Roy the Rovers moment is just, everyone <laughs> knows what that means it still astonishes me that Champ and we are united aren't as more well known as they should be because, like yeah. you said, realism and following a story through, it was different. And you are right, from Royler Overs. No disrespect to Overs. Just... Oh, I No, no, no. I,
2: and, I, 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 and I, you know what? I, I, I think you can love both, right? And I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I think the I think, I think that For me, two of the main reasons for that goal is that a timing. You know, chapter yeah. started in eighty four. You know, and by then, as we know, because where the Rovers was, was, you know, Jeff Boycott I think became chairman, I think in 84, you know so Barry Tomlinson was all, always you know, all, you know, and then obviously Spandau happened in 85 with Emlyn Hughes and Bob Wilson, so okay. you know it, so it must have been, circulation was going down mid-80s yeah. but I That's think right, also, yeah. I think, and it's been said and written before, is that around Roy Race was known Melchester Rovers was known, wasn't it, from the 54 in Tiger, you know, it's a really popular, yeah. and so Dad's like maybe maybe not your dad. Paul, even my my dad <laughs> didn't buy me either. So, but you know, but dads will be buying it for their 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 boys or, or girls. That's right. And it was like well, it, and it it built on built on that momentum of being really just, popular, didn't
2: it? Yeah. As you said, there, Matt, which it, it backs up that point because as I say, my, my granddad, my mum's father, he he was into into football, but he knew Roy Rovers. Oh wow! So, you know, so that just shows that you know, as you say, Roy Race and Roy the Rovers as a figure has been History. in the English football language and football for, for a for a long, long time. Whereas I think, as you say, Champ unfortunately just came in a time when it was it missed, missed the heyday of yeah. the big circulations of the comics. Yeah.
1: But you're right, it's a shame because I, I've said it before, you know, and, I, you know, I've said I've, I've never read Champ because I was kind of waning off of it, probably too old then. But if I'd read it in 76, 77... It would have blown my mind you know, yeah. you know it, yeah. really, it probably would have been Roy Who
0: really but, yeah. yeah you know
2: yeah completely that like, yeah I'm, you know, that like i
1: know from Doctor
0: Who <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah I think you took over from um, Tom Baker Tom Baker <laughs> you, you heard
0: it here first I'm, I'm,
1: not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not gonna start talking about Doctor Who because you know I know nothing about it girl so I'm gonna I'm gonna move swiftly back onto the uh, questions for Paul but this is would great like it's fascinating baby was that your impression of?
0: Yeah, it was. Paul yeah, well, yeah. appreciated it, even if you didn't move on. It's just being <laughs> kind, right? Um,
1: so wh- I question was what are your favourite comics are, and I know you've got a huge collection. Um, I guess you're going to say, well, I don't know, is it *Champion Royal I, Roy I, Rovers* or is, about... is
2: *Champion Royal the Rovers* in, e- in equal measure because? I mean, if you really push me, I would, I would actually say "Champion, We Are United" is my favourite. But yeah, Roy. Uh has like I said that meaningful I honestly believe I'm on this podcast you know I'm in my 50s if it wasn't for the rovers I'm not sure I'd be able to read to be quite honest it it sounds a bit dramatic and crazy but it really was the thing that encouraged me to read so it has such a special um, place Mm -hmm. in in my heart that
0: Um, really is is. Mm
2: -hmm. yeah and that and that's why I know we're going to come on to it but that's why I actually quite feel quite strongly about the rebellion uh reboot as well but i'm sure we'll touch on that in in the future but just quickly matt and i've kind yeah. of i've made some notes myself here so i'm gonna He's if you don't mind <laughs> notes. <He's yeah>. Prepared. <laughs> well i hey, tried man. to be heard something, where <laughs> well, is it's, 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 <laughs> it's from listening reboot. to previous podcasts Goal when when you've made notes and then said you couldn't follow them <laughs> and said <laughs> they're like readers you should read the comic in front of you <laughs> Thanks for that, Paul. <laughs> Sorry, <Carl>. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um just to mention, I mean, if I go through sort of um my collection, so obviously the yeah, Royal Rovers do. as it was the, the weekly, and then I, I'm trying to think here. So in about 88, then there was what was called the best of Roy of the Rovers monthly, which was mm-hmm. reprints of stories. And towards the end of that, actually, that that then became overspill of stories from the weekly comic. Then that obviously closed down and obviously Royal of Rovers, unfortunately stopped as well. But then there was the relaunch of, of the monthly and I'm not sure if many people, I'm sure a lot of the listeners will know when the relaunch took place, the stories were actually running weekly in shoot magazine as well. Yeah. yeah. So I've got all of those. I've got all the shoot magazines um, and obviously, by this time, you know, I have to confess, the nerd in me, uh, Matt's already admitted that he grew out of it and has come back to it. I never grew out of it. And I <laughs> I had, uh, by this time now, it was me at the newsagents that had all my uh, magazines. And I used to go around there weekly and collect them. And That's so brilliant. shoot. And then, of course, unfortunately, again, the monthly stopped. And again, I know we're going to touch on this, of course. Then I saw Roy the Rovers was launched into the Match of the Day monthly magazine which I was thankfully um purchasing anyway just as a, a football magazine. And back to the comic obviously hot shot, Gary Lineker's Hot Shot as it was oh, yes. I love Gary like, Tomlinson. Yeah. I really and again that was it's amazing actually sort of talking about the family. So that was, uh, I used to go on holiday. My grandparents used to take me away every, every year on a holiday, only in the, in, in the UK. But it was a gr- great time to spend with them. And uh, my cousin as well used to come, come along with us. And um, uh, my cousin actually, uh, uh, was a bit older than me, he, he'd stopped coming by this stage. And I was just in a, a newsagent's or a shop somewhere and I saw hotshot I had no idea. And I just saw this. And luckily for me, it was edition one. And you know my oh, wow. grandparents. Although I was probably old enough by that time to pay for this with my own pocket money, but they, they kindly uh, bought because you were thirty-five me. at this stage, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, I really actually don't want to admit as to how old I was. No, I no, this, mate, said, don't, I don't, please don't. Please don't. Was, please don't. As was. But yeah. So again, I found found Hot Shot, which, as we all know, didn't run that long. No. running to the Royal Rovers um speed i'm not sure if you're aware of i've managed to collect all of those over the yeah. the years and then the ones i really do like and i have delved into them a little bit but i've not read them a while score and raw from years ago and S- yeah. sculpture and yeah. i will sort of mention you know the the chesley brothers i mean billy's boots as well was was in was in those and bobby of the blues and again yes. they've meant quite a lot to me because as people often did, I had I think the Scorcher nineteen seventy-eight or seventy-nine album and of course Bobby of the Blues was in in that, but I didn't realise and I never realised, you know, because Scorcher had finished. I didn't realise that it was a, a exactly. it had been a weekly comic. So I've got those, and I mentioned to Matt, and this is a comic that I'm really looking forward to because I think it's got some great stories in, and it's called Scoop, which is part of the DC Thompson world. And what I was amazed about when I um, managed to get Scoop from um, eBay, somebody's uh, various collections, I've managed to purchase them all, and the John Stark stories actually were in Scoop before the Football Picture Monthly. So again, that um, shocked me. Champ, we've mentioned Spike. Obviously, then um, football picture story monthly, um, and I remember on those when I first got them because obviously um, I think did they start after um, Victor finished or when certainly when Champ fin- finished? And I thought yeah. I thought when I got the first two editions obviously edition one i think was a john stark story and yeah, number yeah. two of the football picture monthlies was we are united and trust me guys again far too old to be admitting this but when i got to the news agents and picked up editions three and four of picture story monthlies to find out that it wasn't a continuation of the we are united story i was devastated because yeah. i genuinely thought that this was going to be you know you a continuation on, on. and every yeah, month there would be the, the we are united stories um striker i came too late but when again i was just in at work and i'd gone into tesco's i can't even remember what to pick up and i saw striker on the shelves of course i was aware of it in the sun newspaper and i hadn't ever really uh, read it on a a regular basis but when the first launch of the first comic that pete nash did and i saw edition one and as i say again completely by chance I saw that and I purchased that and I've got all the comics and I purchased the the brilliant series that Pete Nash is um, currently selling going through all the volumes you know, of the history yeah. of that and again, I must admit I think, again, some of the, the topics that Pete um, dealt with there I, think, I can't remember the character's name but there was an American goalkeeper that had mental health issues and that was covered in the comics and again, that really captured me and then, you know, I'm, a, I'm an adult by this this stage um and the, the other ones then are obviously tiger which everybody would be familiar with um victor and and action i don't know if you remember Something and again sorry yeah, yeah. being a bit, controversial. bit um yeah well as i say unfortunately i sort of bear of bad news but i worked with a guy at work and it kind of uh, came out i was into my com- comics and um Scott talking to him, and he was talking about action, and I said I knew of action, but I said I've, because mainly my my thing was comics, and he was absolutely um telling us, as you say, the controversial was it kids rule okay or some yeah. story like that, and it actually got banned. He, because of it, and he was telling me, unfortunately, that gentleman that I work with, um, he he got leukaemia and and uh, passed away. But we were became really friendly, and he had every edition of action, and he actually left them to me. And oh, spoke awesome to me, man. and um, so they obviously mean a hell of a lot, a lot to me. And I, you know, I'm in touch with his son, and uh, one day I'm sure I shall pass pass those on. But those were really, again, fantastic to speak to him about how he felt about certain stories and the impact it had had on his life and i was really really touched when you know his words to me was i want to leave them to you can i said to him because action actually some of these they go for reasonable money on ebay because they're quite sought after and i'm not sure how big the print runs were but he said to me he knows that you know i'd be a good home and look after them and uh, so that's again another thing which is to say you do love the comics and and the stories, but, but see, there is the yeah, personal
1: em, emotional attachment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, completely. Um, that's, in, that's incredible. When so and and to so actually actually work with somebody who's interested in comics, that's 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 quite yeah, as well, it, isn't it I mean like, instead that's of you normally two connected. Yeah.
2: Yeah, completely. I mean, we we were funnily enough. I mean, I don't know if I mentioned, I'm I'm an Arsenal fan and he was a Tottenham fan, but oh, we God, got on nonetheless. Right. Oh, yeah, um,
0: oh yeah, I mentioned it. so.
2: <laughs> so, um, I, you know, but it was it was great because normally, How nice. I, I, for, for years, I always hid it actually, but I had a comic collection, and I felt that there was a stigma by it. And I can't really remember when, but now I'm very open about it, and I don't mind telling people about it. And actually, everybody at work kind of uh, knows, and they all take the Mickey out of me and get great joy out of it. And so I go off on a tangent. In fact. I bought a massive lot of um, Tiger Comet. Uh, on ebay and i was down in the post room one day and just talking to the guys and they were saying about posts that came in and this guy just went yeah look at this idiot this moron look he's got this massive delivery of uh, comics there's not even a name on it and i opened it and there was these boxes of tigers about five years worth of tigers and i was like oh mick they're for me and the whole post room just laughed you know, <laughs> and i completely thought you were here tonight just to talk about <laughs> comics
0: but no He's here! Carry on. Hey, Mick. I will just in, interject this. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, Forgive me. me. Uh, just to add to the chronology of Rovers, uh, it'll be a nice little advert for episode 53, there was the Today newspaper run. I don't know if you, yeah. if you have that in your collection.
2: Well, uh, on that, they, they did do a booklet, didn't they? Which, yeah, again, yeah. funnily enough, um, my on the holiday with my grandparents. I I didn't wasn't even aware that that was in the newspaper, and I saw that on the on on the shelf. I've got it and there, yeah. Yes, that's both, it exactly. Both, yeah.
0: both Matt and I have got it, and with uh, that's my section in the next episode. I'll be reviewing that.
2: Yeah, so. and that, what's interesting with that one, Guy, was obviously that was aimed then at much more of a uh, uh, an adult audience, right? Definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah. You yeah. can see that. It really is. I'm looking forward to
0: that, and also just to add striker we revealed last time, uh, which yeah. was originally, I think, uh, an exclusive to us. Striker volume 23 of 25 is about at the moment. And in the last couple of weeks, Pete Nash has um, announced uh, properly that the 25th and final volume will include modern day new stuff. Where are they now it, from Striker? So new Striker coming in the final volume. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm.
2: And that was and that was really interesting because you mentioned that on the last podcast as well after obviously listening to uh Pete Nash, you know, virtually all the questions were, weren't they? When are you doing when are you doing the <laughs> new story? When you do the new story. Um but yeah, that that's gonna be really in- interesting. And I'm looking forward to that as well. And I'm sure all the striker fan fans
0: are. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, carry on, Paul. I just wanted to yeah it's all,
2: well obviously I'm kind of I think I've rambled on I hope I'm David Skew <laughs> yes come which, on come uh, on it's pretty all impressive, exaggeration right? but come on <laughs> no, no, well, no. I was just gonna I was just gonna say so kind of right, putting, putting, that, putting that all into context I've sort of rambled on a bit and listed the titles that's great but in my collection because I did do this i've got a bit of an excel spreadsheet it's a bit out of date but i've I've just gone through it i've got four thousand four hundred twenty-eight editions and i'm still looking to collect to complete some of those that i don't have of uh, 1230 this is mainly tiger and victor that obviously i'm missing and of course you know as we've mentioned i'm now obviously like score and scorcher i'm purchasing comics that were released before i was even born yeah, of and you know, and the same and the same with uh Victor and, and Tiger. So there's still quite a lot to, to try and find out there if I can.
1: You're gonna need a bigger shelf.
2: I t- yes, I definitely am. I definitely <laughs> am, you know. <laughs>
1: I'm saying that listeners because um yeah, as as Gold said earlier, he's got he's got he's got his shelving behind him as, as we can view him on the Zoom screen. Um so yeah, there might be a, a few more shelves needed there. But thanks for that. I mean and just going back to you know that, that touching story about your colleague you know the action comics as well I mean did you name check him did you actually give I didn't his actually name?
2: He was, uh, his name was Dave Perrett yeah it was a Dave fantastic well, yeah so he was a uh, what I think you call a true gent and maybe potentially a rough diamond I hope I'm not doing a disservice by saying that obviously yeah uh, he'll, he'll be looking down and laughing at this as I say I call him a rough diamond because he's a Tottenham fan so <laughs> appreciate that
0: <laughs> so well, it's, uh, like, can, it's nice to give be... him one, one more name check and we can dedicate this episode to him
2: yeah dave Perrett.
0: yeah so it's, nice him to, him it's nice to do that it's nice to do that it's brilliant that's great stuff so
1: yeah so out of what would you say about so clearly the marx brothers as was um was a personal favorite what of those i mean it's, a, it's an amazing collection it's a fantastic collection what about some of your kind of Favorite stories out of those comics? Then would you, if you, if you chose on a, a top five or something like that? Yeah,
2: that yes you say that's that's really difficult. And and do you know what I find actually, like that moment in the Marx Brothers. So like I I always enjoyed the Hard Man, but it's yes. more. Um, kind of moments in the story so like the hard man again when they won the European Cup and I remember there was a game a match against a, a team I think from Belgium called FC Brulla I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly but what again captured my imagination there was um, they kind of a square in the comic on each of the players and I remember like the goalkeeper having this really long reach and at the time it captured my imagination, it made me think of the the current Russian international Rinat Dassayev in 1982 oh, yeah. World yeah, yeah. Cup yeah. sort of reminded me yeah. of them and then I can't remember some of any of the other characters but this match you know as they did in Roy the Rovers because it was just two pages I mean it probably only went over three three or four four weeks but to me as a kid you know it felt like a year of my life and it was an absolute titanic um tussle so that's stories capture me when various things so storylines line, within lines. story yeah story yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think my favourite
0: uh, memory of Danefield United the, in the hard Man uh, was uh, strangely when they had a fire at the ground. This... Remember, this is in black and white, of course. Mm. They had a fire at the ground, and then didn't, didn't, either... you have a color? didn't you have colour? Didn't you have colour TV then?
1: you just watching on black
0: <laughs> and white. <laughs> Listen, well, I'm in Devon. We haven't even invented electricity here. This, is, this um, is true. Sorry. So yeah, and then either at the end of that two pages i can't think it was the same because same issue because it's only two pages but let's just go with the next issue and then the next issue the fire had damaged the floodlight pylons and it f- began to collapse down the full pylon onto the pitch and there's a shot of the players like underneath the you remember don't you Paul and, yep, he, yep. and like a 13 year old boy or whatever i was at the time Oh, i was like terrified <laughs>
2: it was quite a shot. Yeah. yeah I mean, and then that, again, moments like that, like you say, I mean, you guys have touched on it, like the Bazran um, yeah. incident, obviously, in Royal Rovers. I mean, for, I think sort of name check dave again when we spoke about action and that being banned it was controversial and it for for children some of the content was quite adult but roy the rovers was quite light really it wasn't you know it did touch on real life subjects but not, not to that extent i mean obviously if we had the which was really i think um barry tomlinson admitted you know the jr ewing who shot yes. who shot yeah, roy was, race yeah. Uh, yeah. incident but things like badge ran and that goal that you mentioned you know floodlight pylons falling onto onto the field Were well, for really we our age and reading it, we? them yeah yeah it was really actually really sh- shocking and and uh, yeah quite quite surprising but again it's on the storylines. sort of i don't know if it's yeah, part on. of my personality on being contrite but my favorite moment of the royal rover story actually is when roy left and went to wolford and i'm one of hey! those weird people <laughs> that didn't actually like him going back to melchester i did <laughs> but i didn't oh, because wow. in that period of time again those matches but i think so suddenly you know obviously Royal rovers they got to try and do a whole season in you know two pages per per week and so but i remember when roy went to to wolford i I think Wolford ended up playing Melchester obviously in that period of time when he came back to Melchester, like four or five times. And I <laughs> vaguely like yeah. yeah. I vaguely remember now as another game, I think it was Vernon Elliott's testimonial, where Roy came back to Mel Park and and played in this testimonial for for an All-Star Eleven or something. And but I just found those again, they drew me in that storyline. And I think what it was is because it I found it more realistic because footballers do even in those days you know you, you had your likes of your Billy Bonds and people but footballers transferred uh, and safest hands in soccer when Gordon Stewart actually left um, is it Tynefield and he went to Longford Forest for me that was the best moment in that story it was brilliant it, it really was and yeah. so those are the things and billy's boots i think in the 1980s era um when i think he got dropped from the groundwood school team and he set up his own team called brand x and those are the moments that that i remember and so those are the stories but other than those i will i will just quickly say and i'm i've gone over my five allotted five matt no you haven't just... <laughs>
1: bobby
2: bobby of the blues and the jack and jimmy story and oh, do you know something okay. one one for goal as well um in hot shot and i loved playmaker and andy oh, still on oh, and playmaker absolutely. and i really that was one of my favorite um yeah. stories i'm absolutely uh, with you as well yeah such a fantastic
0: storyline and uh, i'm so glad that it went you know when they merged, it continued in in Roy of the Rovers. As we've said in previous podcasts, I'm quite surprised that he didn't sign for Melchester, but then not everyone can. One one of my favourites Kevin Kevin's chance. And I absolutely was so shocked when he signed for Melchester, but loved it because it was one of my favourite strips.
2: Yeah, and and, and do you know something? And I can't remember the name of this story now, but there was a character called um, Mike Williams who was playing for a non-league team and Melchester Rovers actually played them in the FA Cup and knocked them out of the FA Cup. And it was, like I say, it's really bad. I can't remember the name of the story. But that was the, the last edition of that story. And I genuinely thought, because it was oh. around about that time when Melchester signed Kevin Clark, well, I thought, well, surely Roy's going to sign... Mike Williams, but he, yes. he never did. He was one of those characters that was consigned to the history books. <laughs> but that, that's oh, what we wanted to see. Like Rick Stewart, you know, Rick Stewart yeah, again exactly. spent 10 years as a youth team goalkeeper. <laughs> and you always thought that surely, you know, one day Melchester Rovers are gonna be. And sign going you.
0: back to the memorable sorry Matt, I keep on interrupting, don't I? Uh, going back to right. memorable storylines across the talking about the safest hands in soccer. The very first episode of Goalkeeper, yeah. when yeah. when Gordon is shown to have died, mm. was so emotional for me. Yeah, yeah. Because no, I agree. I'd invested into the safest towns mm. in soccer.
2: Well, do you know, goal, again, it's funny because I always find with the timelines and you guys have touched on it, sort of the, the reinterpretation of Roy and they apparently being the three generations.
1: Oh, yeah. But in
2: actual fact, when they brought goalkeeper back, it was, it wasn't actually in a time frame that meant that Gordon Stewart would be retired and have this teenage son. It didn't, the timelines didn't match no. at all. And no. when I saw Gordon Stewart and, and, and his son, I thought, well, oh, this is fantastic. You know, actually we're going to see Gordon Stewart. Where is he now at Timefield and maybe, uh, and his son and as you say then he goes off to play for scotland and dies in a, a plane plane crash I was, yeah I yeah, like you i was devastated i, I really i really was um and it yeah it's amazing that sometimes as i said often I, I found that the comics you know really sort of quite general and light but they did at times hit us with the with these, these moments
0: yeah and we've mentioned so many times in the past my little experience of um before I would have the comic delivered, of, of uh, um, or maybe after it finished, of going into the newsagent to pick up my edition, and in the comics section is a cover of all of these players that I love, blown up, bloodied. You know, it's yeah. astonishing to this day how, you know, I was actually traumatized briefly because it's like they're dead. <clears throat> you know. Yeah. Well, potentially, it's like my God.
2: Never forget that moment. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I I think the most um, shocking one, and I'm not sure if it was covered in, in 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 the podcast, but of course, this was more grown up. But in match of the day, um, monthly, I mean, they they killed off Penny, and yeah, right. I, I, yeah. I was like, wow. And I know Barry Tomlinson really wasn't happy about that and I can can understand and understand why uh, I'm not sure I'd say I've always felt that there was quite some uh plot line to that which was never actually explored because the the run didn't go on but yeah that was I mean as an adult mm, to see Penny um die again in a car crash was like what is going on here this is this is crazy
1: yeah it's it's so, it's, I know we've had a conversation before about it and it's um did they need to do it? No, they didn't. You know, Gordon Stewart didn't need to die. Penny didn't need to die. Really, when you think about the storylines that followed after it. But then, you know, similarly, when you think about fairy tales and Disney films and stuff like that, you know, they always have that element, or a lot of them seem to have that element in there. So maybe they're thinking about that. But you're right. It it it's it's all been quite jarring, especially when you go back. When you go back now, this is what I find now. Going back, you know, the age we are now, and you're reading that, thinking. Me, that just happened just like that, and then we, but yeah, then you, yeah. you quickly move on, and it's like, oh, yeah, the next match is up against,
2: <laughs> yeah, know, it, is it's like, yeah. it is amazing. It's like, amazing, yeah, <laughs> they, they're, they're giving Prozac at the time, so you know, it's like, yeah, there's no PTSD <laughs> but, or anything. Yeah. I think that's the, the funny thing. I mean, I've always I mean, I've been lucky, as I say. I support one of the big, the big teams, and, and I, and I am a Londoner. It was the closest ground before everybody jumps on okay, on these. Okay. I'm not going to attack you, know. you
1: for it, is right? Well. Yeah, no, no.
2: But we all have our allegiances. But you know, I remember sort of again as a kid when I really got into football and started following Arsenal. But I remember as a kid thinking, oh, I'm never going to see Arsenal win the win the league because they they hadn't won it really and no. you know they won it the year I was born um, but they hadn't hadn't won it but I've always think that football helped me as a kid as well you know as I've touched on and I don't want to go into too much but had some personal things in my personal life but I think that's what football teaches us that you know your team doesn't win every week and hopefully yeah. if you're lucky enough you support a team that does triumph so you get that that joy but even a, a match victory but losses and cup defeats and mm. things like this it te- does sort of teach it's us about life. life and I think as you say that's what the comics when they do that in the stories I think there's a little bit of an element like that and you're right Matt you know fairy tales you know which we teach young children these yeah. things you know they, they have tragedy as well as all as the um, yeah, things.
1: I know it's it is it is really important. Uh, definitely, and it's um, yeah, it's preparing preparing kids for adult adulthood for life. Really,
2: yeah, that's not a yeah, bad thing. Is so. Really, no, no, definitely not. Because it would be great, wouldn't it, if life was all sweetness and light and always went our way. But unfortunately, I think we all know, <laughs> <As> we know <laughs> only too well. our
1: Football teams it never works that way, does it? Really? No, no. Um, well, okay. So we will cover some favorite stories. Okay, so so a couple more questions for you. Then um, so yeah, you, you touched on earlier. You mentioned well, you've, you've mentioned the, the many or quite a few different versions of Roy Rovers story. But then obviously there was a there was a big gap after that yeah. where you have and Then obviously rebellion took over, um, mm. got got the rights off of Eggman and then they did the the reboot. So what, what are your thoughts on that then, Paul?
2: Well, again, sort of uh, I already warned you. I use a thousand words where two will do. But initially, <laughs> I was I was over the moon because I don't want to too bad on Egmont but I was really upset with Egmont in that period of time you know they just allowed the story to go dormant and there wasn't really much activity at all so to hear that Rebellion had purchased it and of course being the fan that I am I was like fantastic all the gaps you know are going to be going to be covered and we're going to find out what's happened to Melchester and and Roy in the last however many years it's been and then to find that they were going to reboot it uh, again was one of those actual devastating moments affects me far too much that it should uh, as a, an adult and i was really really upset to be quite honest and mm. uh, just to show you guys again how sad i am i don't know if rebellion ever ever got this but when i heard about rebellion i i've think i managed to dig out uh, an email address of somebody in rebellion
0: oh, because i'm not as well
2: connected as your other great guests that you've had and i sent this massive email outlining all these potential storylines that they could uh, cover and and Super. i thought that would be really really gripping but, but they were dropped but that's that said and in actual fact matt you mentioned something when you were talking about the um the monthlies when they came out after the Were Rovers Weekly. There were elements of that, that I really didn't like. But the fact that the story was alive was mm. was great. And in actual fact, I thought the monthly was um, became really good and I, I got addicted to that. And I think Rebellion have done a really good job, actually. And I'm i here and I don't know how true it is. As I say, I'm not connected, but I've seen on Facebook, it seems that there isn't going to be any new releases, which I think would be a real real shame. But I think some, again, the elements that they've dealt with, you know, Roy's father, and I, I it's been a bit controversial, but I actually think the story of his sister, Rocky, and, and bringing in women's football, and it's a massive growing sport, um, and uh, you know, I think it's re- it's really um, great, and and I've I've enjoyed them. I really have enjoyed them. Again, the first editions, the artwork was a bit sort of manga esque, and I wasn't too sure yeah. about that. But you know, again, I'd rather have this is going to sound really sad as an adult. I'd rather have Roy in my life than not. Let's just put it that way. Even if it's a reboot. <laughs> so, uh, I and I as I say, yes, you can find negatives in them, but honestly i've i've read all the books and i think that the, the books i was again i wasn't sure of that you know doing actual written books with yeah, no graphical yeah. novels at all and then the graphical novels but i've got to take my half to them i thought that's worked very well and i've enjoyed the the books actually and i think we've got to accept as well they're not necessarily aimed at us and at our, our our generation but I, I yeah i really when i was sort of said and, and done there I think Rebellion have done a good job and I'm I'm actually upset if it has come, come to an end because I, I think again you could see there's a lot of scope there in, in the stories for both Roy, Rocky and the, and, and the family again one thing that I'm not a massive fan of you know they've used the, the names that we love and some of the portrayals say of uh, Hotshot Hamish and, and things yeah. and these new yeah. guys yeah. in the yeah. reboot but at, at the same time like, you know they've kept the story going It's a difficult one, because obviously, like you said, it's not aimed at
0: our age range, but the homages to the names from our era are aimed at us. Um, And, you know, if they have not used any names from the past, then people would have been up in arms. But also there were other people that didn't like the fact that, you know, it's being reused. So they couldn't really win, but yeah, I mean, I, I like you. I'm glad that we got many checks, uh, even if it wasn't a continuation.
2: Yeah, yeah I, and I, I think, do you know what, Gold, you make a good point. There was no way, I think, that they were going to please all the hardcore Royal Rovers fans like, like right. me. And I think if you can try and take a step back and, and almost read them. As new stories, and and the reboot as they are. I, I as I say, I do think Rebellion have done a really good job. So if there's anybody listening from Rebellion, you know, please, please release them all.
1: In fact, would come we... on the
0: show.
2: Yeah, it'll well, yes. be
1: interesting when we speak to David, won't it? Um, in the coming weeks, see if Fender I keep forgetting that. Damn. <laughs> um, let's see if he's got any inside knowledge. Um, that that would be you yeah, know because I mean the final one did did sound. Or read quite fine. Final, yeah. 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 Literally, what's yeah. a final? Was it the national cup final? <laughs> final. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see. Really, okay. And uh,
2: and oh, okay. I think, so you know, think, Sorry, just on that. I think that was brilliant. Brilliant that they they brought David back actually to do the artwork as well. Oh yeah, that was, that was good. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. 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 Really, really
1: wonderful. Yeah, definitely. And it, but it was still different, wasn't it? So it kind of it was a different. It was definitely David Skew Skewish. But it was um, yeah, but it was it was different as well, wasn't it? So it was it's fantastic. Um,
0: okay, David and then, Skew,
1: David Skew, yeah, friend, of the, friend of the show, friend of the show, friend of the show, I I say. What about what about comic memorabilia? Have you got a kind of obviously you got all your comics there and Resplendent you know... and st- storage? Have you, have you got any other <laughs> any other oddities or bits and pieces you would have picked up over
2: the time? So I don't know if there are. Um, oddities as such, and I've never really been massively into to that to that side of it. Um, but I have got um, Gold, Gola actually opened a shop in Carnaby Street some years ago. I don't know if it's still there, and they for a period of time were selling the you know the 1982 80s um, kit with Gola written across. You know oh, when really, it was the really? hoops, and so I purchased purchased that, and I've got um, Rebellion the two kits that rebellion did i've purchased um those i've often wondered i'm sorry i'm going to go off on a tangent again if i've got the best fictitious um football kit collection um so i've got a warbury warriors top as well and i'm not sure if you're aware of this i might circle back to this there's a story called rock of the reds which was released a few um years ago which again i i stumbled across actually on the site itsy and they released um Some kits, and I've got the home and away kit, and I can't believe I've forgotten the name of that that team. But what I was going to mention, I was going to leave it to the end, and I'm going to put this on the Facebook group with the cup final coming on. But my memorabilia, um, I'm going to lean behind me here, is things like uh, Esquire did um, an interview with with the Rovers. Obviously, it doesn't work for the for the listeners. No, but yeah. so there's I've got an edition of Esquire, and in so there there's a, an interview the with Roy. Yeah, yeah. I'm struggling actually to find it within in the edition now. But trust me, you know. So that was the a, what, a weird What year one. is that? Have you got? Have you um, got this actually. Statu- what date
1: and what yeah, year and yeah, yeah, what that. month
2: is it? So, so that was that. October 2018, 2018. Come on, go. You must have. You must subscribe to Esquire,
1: don't you? Have you? Have you got that
0: one somewhere?
2: Yeah. I'm amazed there's not a picture of you in here actually. Oh, <laughs> I don't
0: know. Thanks. I don't know if I've mentioned it, of course, but uh <laughs> You said a regular column in there, didn't you? Yeah.
2: yeah. There we go. I think I think oh, it was yeah. look, if you can see the artwork is actually off the reader. Wonderful,
1: yeah. It is. It so, is yeah. But it
2: then um it does I mean I have read this, but it does show like the first edition of
1: Uh, a tiger tiger, comic
2: um so i've got some good news for people that might sort of if anybody does bother reading my post but uh, i'm a perennial problem with my scanner but today i've actually managed to get my uh, scanner working so i might try and um, scan these over the next couple of days this article and see if i can post it on the uh, facebook group so so yeah um and then there's another one here action replay magazine which was january 1997 and they had an article in there whatever happened to roy race so that's uh, another one i've got a few there's one i'm going to bring out which is really relevant but newspaper articles like this i'm just showing the guys now a daily mail saturday november the 6th and it's actually stevie g as Royal rovers and they've actually got a cover again hopefully i can try and scan this wow on the group Excellent. So it's, thing, it's things like it's things like that, and somebody posted this actually, and I, I found out about this. There's a Red Dwarf yeah. magazine which was number eight, October nineteen ninety-two, and in there there's a story Ace eight. of uh, Ace of the Rovers, Yeah. and it's um, Rimmer <laughs> as uh, a footballer uh, part in there. Oh, I have read that. But I read that a few years ago, so that was an interesting one. Stop but this is the one. On. I'll be back
0: that, for breakfast
2: yes that's it smoke me a kipper i'll be back for breakfast now this is one though um again I, as i say i relate my comic stuff to my, my family quite a lot and as an adult we were actually um visiting my aunt and my cousins and my dad walked in and he said oh there's something in the newspaper you're really going to be uh, interested in <laughs> as an adult i just kind of thought oh god what's the old man going on about now <laughs> and uh, it's the daily mail friday day October the 21st 2011 and the headline on the back page is who's that watching Wayne Rooney score his rocket rockets in the Manchester derby and if you can and if you can see that quite well but if I open it up and I go in uh, <clears> so I go in a few pages sorry just gonna drink that and I'm gonna scan this as well there's a two-page story in the Daily Mail, and it's Roy of the Rovers at the Manchester Derby. Wow. And I don't want to spoil too much, but if I scan that, and so it actually shows um, Manchester United and Manchester City playing. Um, So I'm not not quite sure if this would have been about around the time of the, well, actually it would be after because it's 2011, but the script is Ian Rimmer, who did the match of the day, yeah, uh, monthly yeah, that's right. yeah, and yeah, yeah. the artwork is by barry mitchell barry mitchell, now, barry Z, mitchell was yeah. the last artist of the weeklies and then in the match of the day magazine he also did the artwork the first monthly and the last monthly and just show you there that's the second page so in the daily mail so hopefully wow. i can scan that and get that on the the Facebook page over the next coming days. So that's kind of my memorabilia yeah. as such. It's it's things like that, just finding mention of, of Roy in national newspapers and, and, and other magazines and and things. Oh I love that. Oh, oh, that
1: I mean that 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 kind of just sorry go. it's just um you know I think I think David mentioned it actually when friend sorry friends of the show, David Skew. Um <laughs> because of the age we're we we are all are, you know, there's so many Hundreds of thousands of Roy the Rover's fans out there, and they'll they'll have these roles as editors, won't they, in magazines and journals and stuff like that. And so, newspapers, so they'll they'll bring it in, won't they? Of course they will, because it's part of their childhood as well. And it's fantastic. That's a great yeah, collection yeah. you've got there, Paul. You got, have you got something else so, there? I mean,
2: I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure. So this is September the eighteenth, two thousand and nine, and I'm not sure if this was nationwide. I believe this actually started out in France, and it was. Every Friday, it was a free sp- newspaper and it was called Sport. Oh, okay. And um, so I don't mean London, you know, the Evening Standard is now free and you've got the Metro. Yeah. So this yeah, used yeah. to be out on a Friday. And in this one, there was a picture of Roy Race. I mean, I used to pick this up anyway, but there was a picture of Roy. You can imagine my excitement when I saw that. And in here, there's a, a three page um, spread and it's the 10 greatest comic book sportsmen. So it's got. Martin's uh, Marvelous Mini. Tommy Brown, for those of you viz readers. Um, obviously, oh, Billy the Brown. Fish, manager <laughs> of Forchester Rovers. I do actually have the Billy the Fish annual as well. Uh, Johnny Cougar is at number seven. Oh, Billy yeah. Dane yeah. at six. Alf Tupper at five. Oh, Sorry, oh, Hotshot yeah. Hamish was at number 10. Um, four Skid Solo. And three, Roy Race only actually makes number three, Billy Quite the Fish two. And then this is one. I don't know if you guys will be familiar with this um, story. And this is, again, because of an annual I got as a kid. And I do know about this. And it's The Truth About Wilson. And that's number one, William Wilson. And um, I believe he was in Hotspur because I've certainly got that story. Yeah. Yeah. Now, he's not a footballer. He's a, an, an athlete. So
1: It, brings, it does ring a bell
0: course' yeah. has yeah. shown us a picture of
1: it. Yeah, I've, I've definitely yeah. seen that somewhere. Wow. You
0: mentioned now Alf Tapper. He's part of the United versus two, uh, I think.
2: Yes, he's DC Thompson in yeah. the uh, Victor.
0: Yeah, and yeah. you mentioned Barry, yeah. Barry Mitchell. Uh, are you aware of um, any memories of Napa Goes for Goal? Have you heard of this?
2: Napa Goes for Goal.
0: So it's a series yeah, of that's... six books we've touched upon briefly in the past. Uh, children's books. Forgive me, I can't, I can't remember the author, but Barry Mitchell did the artwork for the books, and uh, yeah, it, it's a series of books for him starting as a, you know, a, a young kid wanting to get into football. And I won't spoil it or say anything else, but they're worth they're worth collecting yeah. for Barry Mitchell's artwork. I know, so I'm actually not- a
2: massive fan of Barry Mitchell's artwork, and um, the the you know my work colleague uh, Dave Perrett, who who we mentioned. And in action the in action there was one football um story i think it's something like lefty's foot or lefty was the the scenario it was a bit of nipper lawrence but a bit more hardcore um, than that and barry mitchell drew drew that so yeah i'm a big fan of barry mitchell i can recommend artwork.
0: those books if you search them out they're about a couple of quid on ebay um but yeah
2: just sorry, um, Matt. I did want to no, Don't apologise. Keep going. Tell me to to shut me up. But I just found. <laughs> can you believe my sad, Roy the Rovers and Champ stickers oh, book. <laughs> and so in here, if I just look, so 1981 non-season, yeah. and I I would recalled the goals. So in the non-season, Roy Race scored three goals. Kenny Logan one. Johnny Dexter one. Jack Carter and um, I would have been downfield and Jeremy Swift. Of Twinefield United, um, safest hands of soccer. I'm not going to labor on this too much, but just to give you an idea of my nerddom, <laughs> please do. I'm just in here, it's, so I, I would we've, recall we've, we've, got, we've,
1: we've got a, it's like we've got a scale behind us, and you're, you're it's, <laughs>
2: it's like a DH yeah. steeple,
1: you know, it, yeah, you're going to go exploding at the top of Nerddom. It's brilliant. It, no, I love this poison, yeah. Stuff. And
2: I've just found, found it. So, as I say, so if a, a character yeah. scored a goal i used to keep a record of the goal scoring list and in here i've got cut out um so i, I didn't explain uh, one of the things as well why i've bought um comics off of ebay i had my collection but space you can imagine as a kid and you grow, grow up i did actually throw some of my my comics out but they meant right. so much to me actually i did a lot of cutting out of the comics some of the stories I've i liked and just pictures of the the, the the characters but here so in my recording each season of players um scoring kevin mouse hit 100 goals so obviously this wouldn't have been covered in the comic this is just in the world of paul That's more than and i've cut out that panel and it's um kevin mouse there heading a goal <laughs> for princess so park so you, cut, you cut it out it my writing it in as a, and I've written, yeah stuck it in my book and it's written uh, mouse hits 100 now of course kevin used to score so many goals because remember he used to play for st victors yeah, <laughs> remember yeah, course, the yeah. hospital team yeah, before yeah that's he right. was in the, in the yeah, story yeah. of hotshot yeah, hamish yeah, yeah. So, and it just goes to show, just quickly, on that page, sorry, guys, but indulge me a little bit here. So, season 85, 86, I've then obviously, victor and everything. So, Jimmy Grant scored the most goals that season with 29, and Kevin Ecclish second with 23. Then Josh T and Terry Evans with 21. Hamish, Hotshot Hamish, then with 20, and Roy himself on 18. I'm not going to go through the whole list because... The podcast got to end at some time.
1: <laughs> so did you? Did you um give? Oh, a, yeah. a, did you so, give awards at the end of the season, Paul? Did you kind of give like the, the, the Paul Richardson well, writers' Writers Awards? Yeah, uh, do you know what it
2: was? Just it was the Golden Boot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it was just was yeah. So Jimmy Grant got the Golden Boot that 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 season, and <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean here I've written down all the hard. you know like United Northampton two nil, United one Chelbridge two. I say I can't, and I just noticed also in this. Um, Book, I tried to document the, the Rovers' stories as well and what chronological order that they they appeared in as well. So that that's the kind of things that used to keep me entertained and kept me off the streets from being a little hooligan. <laughs> and and, and the goals of Jimmy Grant,
0: you know, it's... um, You, you say, what well, he scored 100. Well, the clue is in the title of the bloody strip. The goals of Jimmy Grant. If yeah. there were no, if there were no goals, I'd trade description of Goals, yeah that's right. but the, you know the passes of jimmy grant just doesn't have the same room just not the same thing is it <laughs> that's brilliant that, that
1: superb stuff superb stuff i'm just looking just looking at the time and just thinking should we um carry on go or should we because shall i've got the
0: on this day or should i kind of I'll leave that until next time well i mean it's i'm quite happy if you it's up to you matt um i'm quite happy if you want to continue and pull um and we can yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Well, so, I told Matt
2: so when he contacted yeah, me that <laughs> I would waffle on is, waffle this. Is, for
1: listeners, this is episode one of a trilogy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there'll, be a, there'll be a box set coming out at Christmas. Um, <laughs> so just just I'm interested in this because I've done it myself, but you there's a picture of you on the um well, the Rovers forty years on page of that David friend of the show, Skew. Um yeah. Did. Do you want to tell us how how you came about doing that and how it happened? Because it's you, Roy, and Blackie, isn't it? I think you've got Blackie. And
2: Blackie, yeah. So I'm not sure who it was, but again, I'm just i always, (laughs) back in the day, not so much now, because I've found the places. but I was always Google searching or Netscape searching, you know, Autovista, you know, that's how old I am. Browsers uh, (laughs) did exist before Google, search engines did exist before for uh google and i was always doing searches for roy of the rovers and and things like this and i'm not sure how i I stumbled across it but i still saw that david skew had done a picture with a roy of the rovers um um fan and that i then found david on 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 facebook and contacted him and you know david's brilliant as you know you know he's been a friend of the show (laughs) yeah Uh, and I, and I contacted him via Facebook and, you know, David's great. He just asked, you know, what kind of picture I wanted. And I thought, I know suddenly by this time I'd, I'd found it and I'd seen um, a couple of these pictures doing the rounds on Facebook and everybody had their picture with, with Roy. And I thought, well, actually I'll be a bit different. And so I asked David if I could have one with, uh, with me, with Roy and, Roy and Blackie. And yeah, do you know something? We mentioned the memorabilia in all fairness. I mean, that is my favourite it is my favorite piece and I've got to say, you know, I think he comes across brilliant on the podcast, but in my interactions with David, he he was fantastic. And one thing I, I love about David is, you know, he, I think we are friends on um, uh, fe- Facebook and we don't comment on each other's stuff but whenever I mention Roy I often see a like f- from David and he yeah. has, has mentioned me and it's great and I and I will mention actually because of David again another bit of memorabilia which I didn't pull out he did a fantastic book on the Invincibles but the That's Preston, right. Preston North End yeah, yeah. Um, the fans from them and of course I, I purchased purchased that I've got that in my action uh, as well and so yeah it was fantastic I never I never thought it sounded crazy and again uh, another thing family so you know my dad said to me I can't remember if it was a Christmas or a birthday present I think sometimes you must look at me and think crikey what have I brought into this world but you know what do you want for your birthday and I was like well actually <laughs> would you mind buying this Roy the Rovers <laughs> picture I'll of me Roy and Roy and, and Blackie Gray you know so that was a, a birthday present so again it's fantastic to have myself well for me immortalized in that image with Roy and Blackie and done by you know one of the the, you know david skew is one of the legendary artists of, of, of the story and as i say the fact that my dad bought it as a birthday present just puts the cherry on the top as well wow that's,
1: that's, that's, that's
2: wonderful it really is
1: it really is it really is well look i think we've i think we've we've kept you i think we've kept you look i mean that's that's well what a fantastic interview go
0: what, what do you what would you say yeah i mean absolutely brilliant i don't know <laughs> <laughs> why? What you know? Why we had backup plans? Because he hasn't stopped talking. It's been great. Yeah. Apologies. Walter. I don't know. I do. Have, I have, do have two quick questions. I yeah, say go, quick. Go I,
2: I say quick. We <laughs> yeah. Can, I don't think. I think we've already established. I don't think do anything quick. We yeah, can wrap this up by
0: Thursday. I would yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so, first of all, I, 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 um, the second question is about Roy De Rose, but. Um, at, the, at Roy the rovers issues because we I have had um uh, a post I put on the forum ages ago about some curiosities about issue numbers I'll come to that in a second yeah. but regarding the match of the day period I know you've posted this as an answer on on the 40 years yeah. Roy the Rovers but for listeners that might not be part of the group why not um, <laughs> uh, or and not forum, why not um <laughs> Would you um, list for them the issued numbers uh, and the the running period of those? Because I, yeah. I, that's one section that I haven't collected, and I I was very interested to know that if you don't mind, please.
2: Yeah, sure. Well, so on on that, what I can say is so in match of the day um, was. Was a weekly magazine for, for for adults, and then it went monthly. Um, and then the Roy the Rovers uh, story started appearing in that. As we've said, Ian Rimmer writing it and Barry Mitchell drawing. And um, some of them are joint months. The first issue that Roy the Rovers appears in that is nineteen ninety seven, and it's a May June edition. And in total, there's forty five Um, editions, and the last one being May 2001. Now, as I look into it, the first two editions were joint monthly, so you had a July and August one, and in 1998, a year later, there's also an August and September was a a joint issue. In 1999, July and August was also a joint issue, Um, and apart from that, they were all single issues. So, I think like when I did the weeklies I remember years ago I met somebody and he was trying to collect the weeklies and he he mentioned to me oh I've got say 25 or something to collect and I, said, I broke the news to him Mike, the good news that he didn't have that many because of the industrial action so <laughs> although it's uh, starts May to June they weren't every month so there's just 45 editions of the match of the day uh, magazines now one thing I did mention on the Facebook group and I'm not sure if I've got it to hand, but there was also a 2001 Match of the Day annual, and that in that that's a very significant yes. um, point in the Royal the Rover story because it's actually the last match ever played at Mel Park in the Champions League against um, Alkmaar. I can't think something like Exeter City, Alkmaar, or Rapid, Alk- Rapid Alkmaar, Exeter City. Don't yes. say Exeter City. So it's actually I think oh, i've think i got actually, it i think i've got it yeah here we go <laughs> we've just done it exactly the, the listener's same time.
0: point of view <laughs> yeah both people went away from the screen reached their <laughs> collection and bought the the annual at the same moment <laughs> that is brilliant i that, now, you couldn't have made that up
1: we're now, we're now yeah. playing match of the annual trumps i don't
0: have yeah. that one i like i said i've collected yeah. the match of the date era and that's what's missing from mine but that Yeah, so just to be clear, you said 1997. That's the year, not Mm. an issue number of Match of the
2: Day. No, I I, I do apologise, Gold, because as you can see, they're they're very heavy to pull off my shelves, and they're behind a load of magazines. It's it's, May, June 1997. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: brilliant, brilliant. And the other question is regarding the Royal The Ravers issues. So... uh, there were double issues, there was industrial action. So a double issue is classed as one issue. Is that right? Because I've seen differing number counts um, on the internet of the Roy the Rovers issues. Um, do you have an opinion on that? Or is that something that you want to come back to uh, do later
2: today? That is actually a very good question. And I, I must admit, I would have to, I, I would, personally, I would always class a double issue as a single issue.
0: Yeah, yeah me too yeah, on,
2: on the one day but that's
0: that, that's where I, that's why i brought the question up on yeah. the forum uh, uh um in the past because there are differing accounts online and some some people are maybe they just counted the weeks and that's why the that that figure has come out uh but yeah it'll be nice to just clarify that maybe yeah. on, on your page or in a future episode if you uh, want
2: And that, that actually you've kind of got me thinking about things now because i must admit if i look at my Excel spreadsheet of the editions, I don't, I do think I have just done it by, by the weeks. Um, so I would have to, I'm going to have to double check that. And again, without going off on the tangent, you know, this amazing retirement plan that I've <laughs> uh, spoken about, that is one of my things I want to, want to do. I've got my own website and I've already got scans of the monthlies um, and speed and score and Raw, and scorcher, all the covers. And, it, and and like on speed there was industrial action, and that's one of the things that I want to do as well. I want to scan all my covers and actually put them on the website so that people can see actually what what dates that, that, that they they were published and then yeah. exactly how many how many there there, there are of each individual. Comic I would actually
0: collection. add a tip to that if you're going to do that is also have a little uh, a scan or a picture of a close up of the date in this you know in well, a separate picture.
2: Well, what what I actually do. Um, go and I'll put the link again on there. Is underneath each scan, I actually write the date. I actually write the oh, actual excellent. date, so it's in text in text format. Do you want to give? You I don't one? know if I can. I plug. Um, you know. Um, so I think it, it's bushfields.com.
0: I was going to say you're so quite that's... welcome to 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 um, advertise it. So just repeat it again, please.
2: So it's bushfields.com, and when you get there, um, there are like um, it's very crude website it's not that great but um, there's a couple of mentions of new life united which is a sunday football team that i help out with and a fantasy challenge backup it's called which is a, a fantasy football game that i help run and then there's a, a an icon that says bushfields and if you click into that that will take you into the the comic part which i'm still working on and currently at the moment i've got all the Royal the rovers best monthly um Covers, the Royal of the Rovers monthly, Hot Shot, Score and Raw, Score and Raw, I should say, and Speed.
0: Oh, fantastic. Yeah. You do and realize,
2: there, you realise?
1: as you said. Oh, sorry, sorry, I was just going to say. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. But I was just going to say, you do realise this this retirement plan? You're going to need to retire pretty soon to to, to do
0: all this well, stuff. I'm moving in. <laughs>
2: do you know what can I just say it's so funny there's a guy at work I've told him this and he says yeah but you know after the third you know you'll have that done in six months now like, I don't think you've got a clue you <laughs> this have is no gonna idea. take me for, for ages and I it's without kind of so when you click on the Royal of the Rovers best of monthly so I've put in initially i I say you know the publisher is ipc first edition is april 1988 last edition january 1993 a number of issues 58 and then when you click on the cover you actually go into it and i've then got the date of issue price stories what the main story title is and my idea is to to Kind of do all of that. Worse, which we're going into my nerd, I've also got the main story team results. And then here, I've oh, actually brilliant. got not entered yet. But so on the first one in April 1988, which is a hotshot Hamish match. So I've got the opposition at the moment, I've just got it down as test, but home and away, neutral ground. Competition, Scottish Cup semi-final, it was a 3-1 victory for Princess Park and Balfour scored three goals. So I'm actually, that's my plan, is not just to scan these things, but to document all the results, the goal scorers, from the main stories. Yeah, I'm going to be quite busy in retirement. So
0: we now go over to uh, Princess Park for the latest update from... The Mighty Mouse game and Hamish Balfour, and we understand that there's been another goal. Paul, (laughs) sorry.
1: And I think, I think also for Hamish, I think you need to to add in how many spectators were 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 like knocked over (laughs) when the ball went through the net. Exactly. These X amount of spectators were killed in this. this match Just add that another column.
0: Uh, That's amazing. That's That's superb. What a brilliant idea. And there was. um, you can just visualize that shot, you know, in so yeah. many episodes. The net broken yeah. and Oh how <laughs> his, his football shirt just coming down up underneath his nipples yes. and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mcmutton M- 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 on the side. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, McMutton, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And just saying that as well, I, I can't remember the exact storyline, but we were talking earlier on. It's the, the the stories that capture me. And this would have been in Tiger. And it was, I can't remember what year, but it was a pre-season tournament. It was a Brazilian. They played a Brazilian team. But again, he came up against this goalkeeper that was meant to have like, you know, rock solid arms. And it was the whole story was there's no way, you know, that this, this goalkeeper will be able to stop the hot shot. <laughs> it's fantastic
1: he was a superb character superb character but right, go Have you've got any have you got any more questions for paul uh
0: no i think that's it I, those just a, i'm so glad that i've instigated you to have a think about the the double single
2: issues of royal yeah, rovers it that does need to be addressed <laughs>
0: i mean <laughs> thank you as well because you've made it, it, life goes on of course and you know things get in the way but you've really it made me want to my collection is about 10,000. Uh, you really made me want to properly catalogue everything just in case I've got things missing. So, thank you for your
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, it'll, it'll keep you busy, though. Like I said, I'm moving in the pool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need more shelves. <laughs> okay. That's super So, that's yeah, super... no, that, that, that's all for now. But go on, Matt. Yeah, that's brilliant. I mean, I just, well, I think fa- that was a fascinating. Thank you, thank you, Paul, for giving us an insight into your comic story. You know, it was it was touching at times. You know, but you know, interesting throughout, really. Um, and it's it's nice to kind of name check Dave Perret as well. That was that yeah, was quite nice lovely to, to do. that, love that, brilliant. Um, Go. What should we do? Should we um think about talking about new shows coming up, and and then kind of think about wrapping up for tonight?
0: Are we holding? Uh, on this day, over till next time, then are we?
1: Yeah, I think we we'll do it next. time I mean,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, we can. I mean, we. Can, what I think I'll do is I'll do it on this day, but I do it maybe over two or three
0: uh, weeks, so we can kind of cover it off. Okay. Good stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much uh, as you were. Uh, we've got a few guests lined up over the next ten or twenty. Um, I've mentioned them before. So we've got a friend of the show, David. Ske- Have I mentioned he's a friend of the show? <laughs> David show is ah, going to every time
1: every he's going to want some sort of royalty for every time his name's mentioned. You know, he's like with
0: his commercial <laughs> terms. Uh, David Skew, friend of the show, it will be coming on for a fourth time. Um, he's looking forward to that. So yeah, like I said, set aside two weeks for that one, and I mean in in one podcast, not two weeks of show. <laughs> I'm also uh, uh I, I've got agreement from a gentleman called Jamie Fry, and I know Ridders is, is a massive fighting fantasy game book fan, as I am, um, and Jamie Fry is a major, major collector. He also publishes um, a, a yearly or once every two years complete checklist book of everything you can collect, of everything ever released, um, and he's agreed to come on, uh, no set date for that yet. I'm still, and this has been going for about 20 episodes, I'm still trying to get um, the guy who's the webmaster of the Scream Files website, which is all about Scream. I'm a huge, huge, huge 13th floor fat, as I've mentioned in the past. Um, But I still need to get the Scream issues, which are very hard and very pricey. So um, he'll be coming on at some point in the future and um there are a few more yes but i won't i won't take up any more time but we've got regular guests coming on and um yeah yeah fantastic and, and i've got i've got just I've,
1: i think i'll mention that ed taylor who's the guy who actually created the 40 years on um the rovers facebook page You know how i connected with paul and actually how i connected with rab etc etc he's agreed to come on as well in a future episode So that's something to look forward to as well. To kind of hear his story about how he created how he created the site, what made him do that. Um, It's now got over four thousand four hundred people actually members of the actual site. So he'll he'll be coming on a future episode as well.
2: Yeah, and also go on. So I was just going to say, yeah, actually, gives me an opportunity to to say a massive thanks to Ed actually because that that group on Facebook is brilliant and and I'm now linked to people that I've never met and I chat and uh, we've with them and it's great. And sorry, I go off on a, a little tangent, but you That's know Billy's boots. Rate, that is.
1: It's <laughs> Yeah. And
2: so yeah, we've gone guest sure. on Pools, Pools Pools, Pools, Pools,
0: Pools, I, Pools, a Paul's tangent. I want, if tantrum. I ever come
2: back, goal. I want a signature tune for that.
0: Okay, I can, I can give you a signature no. tune now if you want. <laughs> sorry, you saying, Paul. Don't believe. Yeah, don't encourage him. Here we go. i forgot Here it comes. Here he comes. Got me all now. this is too soon for that here we go <laughs> it's Paul's tangent
2: brilliant so it? obviously Don't the Billy's, take the Billy's Mickey, boots, that was brilliant story keep, that keep well, i've upset you know, that uh, yeah, Billy's Boots story. We all know it, obviously, for the Deadshot King, um, yeah. Billy's Boots. But that was actually a re a relaunch. And on uh, through Ed's um, page on Facebook, this gentleman, I think, it's Stan Purcell, came on and said that his father wrote Billy's Boots and was telling this. And of course, we were all like, "What's this guy talking about? He's got this completely wrong." But I actually have got some tigers back from the um, the fifties, and I managed to you know Stan he's mentioned recently he hadn't seen his father's artwork but I've managed to scan some and get them sent to him and I know other people have done that for him as well and so the original Billy's Boots story was um, Stan Purcell's uh, father uh, used to watch him playing in his back garden and uh, that's what used to make him draw the stories as I say that was then later um, re relaunched with two different um, authors. Unfortunately, Stan's father, I believe, pa- yeah. passed away. Yeah, and but right. they used that original story for Billy's Boots that that um, you know we know today. And it's because of Ed. You know, I just find it amazing that community that I'm talking to the the, the, the son of the person that founded Billy's boots yeah. you know which trust me I was on cloud nine for a couple of days after that and to think that I managed to get some scans and artwork for him and send yeah. off to him yeah it just it actually really did make me feel really good so uh,
0: that's how we so feel intrigued. about about David Skew I will share one story about David I've uh, I think I mentioned this to Matt um you know I still can't believe that I'm in inverted commas friends with him and we've actually got each other's phone numbers because I chat to him every now and again, and the calls last for about six days. But we, <laughs> yeah, we had imagine. this thing early, early on in our texts um, where, in one, either the first or the second show he came on, um, he got the day wrong. Um, <laughs> just in time, I caught it and said, "No, no, no, it's when Wednesday." So since then. Every time we speak to each other or text, it will be like... So, If say if I was texting him now, I'd say, Morning, David, on this wonderful winter's Thursday. <laughs> and he would he would reply with something equally as funny. Well, I texted him the other day just to, you know, see how he was and say, you know, he, he, we'll be getting you on again in July. And he responded with, oh, that's great. Just make sure that you remind me near the time when July is. <laughs> I responded with December 2025 to which he responded with so beautifully. Well, I can't make Wednesday. <laughs> and I think that's absolutely brilliant. And that shows his sense of humour, really. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it's a it's a class act. It's a class act. It's brilliant stuff. Brilliant.
0: Yes. Can I just say, Paul, you have been an absolutely fantastic guest. Uh, please do come on again. Um your knowledge is amazing your collection is amazing and i know at some point in the future I'm either on the forum or the facebook page or even here we'll go in depth into how you store your collection because yeah. this is a big thing for me too yeah. and we would love to invite you back on when you're ready so right. you know don't wait for us to ask approach us when you're ready to come back on again because you are part of the team now friend of the show
2: thank <laughs> cheers you. God. thank you yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it I'm, I'm not gonna lie i told matt i was i was quite nervous actually but yeah i've really enjoyed it
0: no you you've been fantastic and uh yeah can't wait to have people in the group listen new and uh show their appreciation so yeah back to you matt yeah well i think i think it's time should we do the um site
1: address uh no. twitter address so we and, have to. Uh, do the goodbyes
0: all right, then.
1: So uh, go on then, Matt, you start. Sorry. What do you mean, all right? It sounds like I've said to you, it's, be, it's time for bed and you don't want to go to bed. <laughs>
0: it is, though. I'm loving this. I want Paul to carry on talking for the next six hours. Yeah, really be Will. careful, because I probably could, yeah. He's still got another 20 tangents to go through.
2: <laughs> yeah, <so>. trust me.
0: <laughs> Did you say tangent? <laughs> it's Paul's tangent.
1: Paul's now realising I'm the one who actually tries to hold this thing together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Poorly. Yeah. Sorry, man. See what a good job I do. Um
2: I, I'll do the
1: Twitter. I'll do the Twitter address. So the Twitter address is oh, my, my. at champ underscore r at champ underscore r. Gold, you want to do the um? Site that's address?
0: a a r e, isn't
1: it? A r. That is a A-R-E. thats e.
0: Not not as the pirate <laughs> r. <see>. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. anyway, what's a pirate's favorite letter of the alphabet? What's? Oh. R. No,
1: C. Pardon? What did you say? No, C. Oh C. Okay. <sighs> do you want to do the site address? We have d- we d- really. done bushfields.com a couple of times. That's a lot easier to do. Why why didn't you just create a site called bushfields.com Go? Well, that would have been a lot easier.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it'll be funny now when I do the address for anyone that hasn't listened to and realizes our address is about 20 years long. It's <laughs> www. <laughs> You've made me laugh now. Stop it. It's not on www.champweareunited.proboards.com. Do come and join us. I've said it many, many times. There's 55,000 posts, great members, and there is such a wealth of information on there. Anything there you're interested in, we've posted about. And, and if we, we haven't posted about it. And everything you're it. interested in
1: it has been posted about as well.
0: Hey, hey, hey. I saved you the producer, I said. <laughs> Sorry, I just don't know why I did that there. Right. Oh, yeah. That was the uh, website address. So that's it, really. It's Excellent. time to wind things up, really. Uh, so let's say uh, our goodbyes. So over to you, first of all, Matt. Yep. So like I say, it's, it's
1: been absolute pleasure and privilege to have you on the show tonight paul and yeah looking forward to you coming back when you can so yeah and um it's a good night from me
0: and it's a good night from our wonderful guest
2: paul yep thanks very much i've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it and yes i hope i do do come back at some stage so thanks oh no
0: much. trust me you will be coming back because <laughs> you know you haven't you haven't there's so much more we could talk about believe me So, yeah, please do. Um, Do get in touch with us and and come on again. Um, Thank you, Yeah, and me, Joel. uh, Really, from me as well. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back to sort of normal, not that there's anything wrong with this episode, for episode 53, where we'll see the return of the Master Champ Challenge. (laughs) And, of course, Matt will be doing, on this day, uh, Roy the Rovers. I will possibly be doing the today years of Roy the Rovers, or maybe hold that over to episode 54, just so it's not full of Roy the Rovers, which it won't yeah, be. we to really be it. back yeah. Yeah, with, uh, with another football picture story monthly, no doubt. And or his trip to the F- F- FA headquarters, which we're really looking forward to hearing about. And of course, Simo, get well soon, will be back as well. The voice of reason, he'll be back. So, uh, Look forward to that. And that's it. It's been a good one, is not it? Yep. Okay, then. And what, all right. <laughs> it's been a good one, is not it? Yep. Okay, then. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Uh, take care. Good night.